Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Wow, as we are back, it feels great. It is a strange world uh, that we live in. It's yeah, a, things, it's, uh, it, it's <laughs> stranger things. It's stranger it is stranger things, things man. It is yeah. stranger things. Um, how, you know, question I thought I would never legitimately ask you to start the show. Mm-hmm. Um, how is your quarantine? going? right. It's it's real. I tell you that, uh, especially in, in the state, it's like. They legitimately, that's what we're being asked to do. So uh, uh, thankfully for for you and I, we've always kind of uh, done our show and our format's been, you know, long distance. Uh, so it works out. But man, it's, it's been absolutely crazy. But yeah. I don't know. So weird. I don't know. It's, it, it's also like, I mean, I don't know. I, I keep trying to find the positive in this. I know it's going to get worse and it's, it's, uh, it's hard for a lot of people. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of people stepping up and doing some good things out there. And I, I really... Uh, I appreciate that, and I know all those people. Hopefully, we can get more people to focus on the good because, dang, did I see I see some really good things happening with just like schools opening up, giving lunches to kids, and all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. There's lots of uh, acts of kindness, which is which is great. It's what we need. So yeah, I think we're going on full lockdown tomorrow. Well, or this will be posted um, on Monday. Uh, yeah, just crazy, crazy time. So serious question as who. Yep. Uh, you know, there's some Star Wars news we got to get to today. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, possibly some Mandalorian season two stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we got a good transmission. We're gonna talk some uh, Clone Wars because it also kind of ties into Mandalorian. Some of the news. 
Um, and then a little Star Wars quarantine action. So, yep. I mean, the real quest, you know, I was thinking about starting the, que- the this this off with, um, you know, today's episode off with who would you most likely, you know, who who would you who would you Star Wars quarantine with? If you had to pick somebody to be with for two weeks, you could pick two people. Um, we're going to save that for the end of the show because yep. I have another burning question I was thinking about last night. And it is who does Ray think she is? because Ray, I was rewatching some stuff, and yesterday I was at the beach for the weekend, right? Yeah. And so my girlfriend's like, oh, do you want to walk down to the beach? And I was like, you know, it's kind of like there's a cabin. We stay there. It's like her her family owns it, whatever. So, um, you know, she's like, oh, do you want to walk down to the beach? And I was like, "Ah, not really. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I just kind of hate sand, you know. She's like, what? It's coarse. It's rough. You know, it's irritating. It gets everywhere. Yeah. Gets everywhere. Yeah. It gets yeah. everywhere. And um, right. She didn't get the Star Wars reference, but um, th- then I showed God. it to her and she did. But it got me yeah. wondering. You know, Ray buries Anakin's lightsaber in the sand on Tatooine. I mean, is that I mean, what is she thinking? That is the most irritating. Thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, it's, just it's, it's blatant disrespect. Right, right. It's like it's like you see uh, Luke and Leia there, right? They look, they're smiling, everything, and then in the far, far distance, right, you see <laughs> Anakin, Anakin just shaking his head. He's just, oh, that's crazy. I never thought about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't I mean, think he, he hates would a lot of things, it. right? Right. You know, the I hate. You know, he says he says I hate you to Obi Wan, but he also really hates sand. And he says the first thing he says he hates is sand. Yeah, which, yeah. So that makes me think he hates that more. So, yeah, I don't know. No, that's yeah. a good point. I don't know. Who, 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 yeah, who does Ray think she is <laughs> putting his saber is, man. in the sand? Oh, God. Wow. That's a good one. Actually, I was just watching The Rise of Skywalker the other day, and uh, I got to watch it with my sister. She hadn't seen it, and it was, God, there was, there's so much. I haven't had a chance to watch the um, behind-the-scenes stuff yet, but I'm going to do that extended? maybe tomorrow. Watch it? Is there extended scenes? or? Un- I didn't or even see that. I, if there scenes? is, I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. If if there are, I um, yeah. I was I simply just got the digital so I could kind of watch it with her, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll like I said tomorrow I'll try to try to watch the rest of it and and yeah, so because I, I I've seen clips um on Twitter and things with JJ talking about certain things, but I I don't know. I was talking to my buddy Lane the other day too, and and the more I talk to you guys about all this. I, it, it sounds like there was a lot of things changing in this movie, which is a lot. Like 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 more than usual. Um, so that'll be interesting to to kind of see. But yeah, I don't know. I still really enjoyed it. Still really liked the movie a lot. And um, I think, gosh, I wasn't going to get into to Rise of Skywalker, but I kind of do just for a second. I, I as I was watching that again, I thought to myself, who is Finn? Who is he? You know. And so I, I just think there's going to be so much more and I can't wait for the next couple of weeks for us to just kind of, you know, speculate mm-hmm. more about Ray and, and her potential Academy and uh, and Finn and his force sensitivity and all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, lots more to come there. Yeah. And just who does she, who does she think she is? I mean, that's who, does she, <laughs> who does she think she is? All right. Well, um, sh- let's head on over to, uh, I guess, kind of the big news, which will tie us into two kind of subjects we want to talk about today, which is. Clone Wars season seven, episode five, um, and then some Mandalorian stuff. I actually yep. just rewatched all of Mandalorian yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, nice. 
And so, well, season one, I guess. Um, so Rosario Dawson has reportedly been cast to play a live action version of Ahsoka Tano in Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take takeaways. Well, I mean, what was funny is I started looking into it a little bit more, and I I know I've seen her her um her image, her picture uh, mm-hmm. next to the Rebels, the older version of of Ahsoka when she's in Rebels, you know. And I thought, wow, that's that's fitting. That looks cool. Um, that that'd be pretty neat. I did not know though that she actively kind of was campaigning a little bit. There's a picture of her. There's a picture of her with um, like two lightsabers. Right, that in Hayden Christensen, she's there like hugging him as if she is Ahsoka, you know, and people have taken that and photoshopped <laughs> uh, her into like an Ahsoka costume and stuff. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've heard different things. Um, I think what's crazy and is that is how many news outlets and, and um, you know, blogs or different whatever are, are coming out and kind of air quote uh, confirming this. Right. I don't know that it is confirmed, but it is uh, it's. I don't know. It's vast. So many people were right. talking about it. everywhere you look on the internet. It seems to be the thing. So, I, I I was I was saying that I think it is likely that's a stepping stone. You know where you can kind of go from Clone Wars to Rebels instead of going to the big screen. You know we had her voice in the Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, maybe we have her in the Mandalorian. You know as a live action character makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, well, so for those of you guys, I'll talk a little bit just about uh, her background. So she's one of those actresses that like I couldn't name uh, off the top of my head, um, but it's like, oh, I've seen her and stuff, and I have to go on Wikipedia and it's like, oh yeah, she's in that, she's in that, she's in that. She's certainly not anybody that immediately jumps to my mind. She's not, um, you know, some mega mega star. Uh, let's see, she was in Men in Black Two. She was in Rent, Sin City. Um, she was. Uh, she also does a lot of voice acting. She does uh, Wonder Woman for a lot of the DC, right? Uh, yeah, DC animated stuff. So um, that's kind of some of her 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 background. And she's obviously been in a lot more. Um, I think she's in she's in um, the Defenders uh, series, yeah. the Marvel Defenders. Right? Uh, looks like she plays uh, Claire Temple, who who crosses crosses over. So she's in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. You know all of that, all that kind of stuff. So, sure, um, that's probably her most kind of recent, bigger, uh, kind of kind of acting thing. So, again, so she's clearly kind of in with Disney, right? If you're if you're yeah. in, if you're in the Marvel um, universe, there, uh, yeah. So you know there is that crossover there with 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 Star Wars, one with it being Disney, and then also two with um, uh, oh god. Uh, now I'm blanking. Now I'm blanking on his name. Not Dave Filoni. Uh, the other John guy. Favreau. John Favreau. Exactly. Yeah. John yeah. Favreau uh, with Marvel. So it seems like it looks good. I think she, you know, just trying to envision her wearing, uh, you know, the makeup and everything and whatever. I think she'll kind of fit for Ahsoka. She would also be roughly. She is 40 years old. The actress. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you're getting makeup and stuff like that. But the Ahsoka yeah. that we would see in um mandalorian is kind of an not older right, ahsoka yeah. but you know i mean you think about yeah. right you know where she would be being in clone wars and then in rebel and then in um rebels and, and then here so it's more of a, you know a more adult ahsoka right so i think mm-hmm. it would i think kind of, i think be great fit yeah absolutely uh yeah for sure um yeah and i think that yeah actually her age would work out almost perfect uh just when you compare like her age to Anakin, you kind of think about, you know, where he mm-hmm. was at the end of, um, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. 
yeah, I, I think it's all. I think it would work. Um, I know a lot of people have been in favor of Ashley Eckstein kind of continuing on with the voice. And the, and the reason I think that is likely, and and why I think it it would work. One, they love Ashley, and she has been the voice of Ahsoka and has brought Ahsoka to life, and has went through some of the hardships of people not liking that character originally, and then falling completely in love with that character. So uh, that's that's kind of neat, and I think they would want to keep her involved in some whether they merge their voices or something. Um, I mentioned this in the in the YouTube video that we um, that we posted earlier today, just that you know Sam Witwer and Ray Park did that in the Solo movie, and so I thought right. that was kind of neat. I I also I think, think yeah. just real quick, I think that you know I don't think she would have a large role, so it's not like Darth Maul was on the screen, you know, for. Thirty minutes or something, you know, and it was like you were trying right. to match Sam's voice with with Ray Parks and stuff like that. I, 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 again, Darth Vader. I mean, I know it's a little different because there's no there's a mask, you know, but like right. it's it's possible to do. And so I think if her role is minimal and it's not like you know um, a lot of talking or what have you, then yeah, it's doable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, like like you said, I mean, Darth Maul is in Solo for all of thirty seconds. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and speaking even even less. I mean, he's they just kind of show him standing there. Um, so, uh, and that one's a little different, even even more so because Ray Park is Darth Maul, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Ray Park is yep. Darth Maul, and then they bring in Sam Whitworth, who also he kind of has his own character. I mean, he has his own character based off of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so that that's kind of uh, so just uh, just yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah. He's uh, someone who's who's done. Yeah. He's he's been in he's been in the legends. He's he does different right. voices in Clone Wars and Rebels. So right. Because yeah. he does Anakin uh, and he also does um he does Anakin and Darth Maul. Right. Uh. Yeah. He does. He does Darth Maul. Uh, let me see what else he does. But he was he um, was Star Killer and Ga- Galen Mark in Force Unleashed. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Because um I know um. Yeah, I'll look. I'll look up the other roles because I know he does uh, not Anakin. But he does something. Yeah, a else, lot of a lot of uh, a lot of voice actors you'll see in animated stuff because it's it's just easier if you find somebody who can do a variety of voices to just have that person. You know, rather than having multiple people on staff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you look at like the cast, you know, it's kind of weird when you look at like South Park and The Simpsons. You think, wow, they have all these different characters. Well, The Simpsons is like five people. They do the everybody right. Uh, yeah, and and South Park's like the same thing. They just have. I mean, it's like they have. Like, you know two people who do like 90 percent of the show so um so yeah so that's so you'll see that a lot where they do a variety of voices and sometimes if you really listen close you can really hear oh this is like this one person or or this is this one person so yeah here's something pretty neat i actually i i couldn't um yeah, I thought I didn't want to. I didn't want to speak out of turn here, but uh, Palpatine. He actually for for a season takes over as Palpatine. Uh, mm. So Sam Witwer does does that as well, which is which is awesome. And then he does minor voices, as you say, and like the um, uh, Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order. You know, he's he's in that and and a mm. couple other things. Yeah. So yeah, really cool. Yeah. So yeah, super super cool. So uh, I guess the real question is, okay, so Ahsoka's role in mandalorian season two what what's what do we think that's going to look like what do we think that's going to well, be so so uh, where does she so where does she end in rebels yeah all right are you ready this is so literally i think i sent you either i tweeted it or i sent you a picture of this the other day um i pulled out uh rebels and i watched season mm-hmm. one and i was done with season one and i thought all right you know, I, I started thinking a lot, and there's actually a, a YouTube Rebels video that I want to do. 
Yeah, four seasons. Yep. Yeah. And and so I jumped straight to the end of um so I watched season 1. I thought, okay, I after watching season 1, I'll just say this as a teaser and a, a video that I'm going to do later on. Um there's a lot of stuff going on between Sabine and Ezra Bridger, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. So I started thinking about that. I was like, all right, let me just jump right to the end of this. I kind of want to see, you know, uh, refresh myself again on what happens right at the end of season four, the last episode. And I mean, Ahsoka is Fulcrum at one point, and she is sort of like this spy helping set up the rebellion, helping them rise. She faces Darth Vader for the longest time. Uh, people were wondering, where is Ahsoka? What happened to her? Uh, we, we, you, you, well, you can see we're gonna, we're going we're gonna to get to it here in the Clone Wars episode she was exiled and we we didn't have season seven to tell us really where she went or what she did. So now we're getting that. We did have an Ahsoka book that kind of told us where she goes and uh, she gets some pretty cool lightsabers and, and purges these, um, you know, she gets red, the white ones, red, right? Yeah. Yeah. She purges like a red uh, uh, Kyber crystal, um, you know, or purifies it, I guess. So, so yeah, then, after that, though, we kind of catch up with her in Rebels, and we just know that she's the secret sort of informant, um, knows Bail Organa, knows different people, and and is working with the Rebels. So we 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 move along. Um, Ezra Bridger is being seduced to the dark side. Darth Maul is after him. Um, they're led to this ancient, so almost like a Sith temple. Um, there, there's a lot of there's this is why I like Rebels so much is because there's a lot of Sith and Jedi like relics and, and artifacts and discovery of temples and Lothal itself, the planet where Ezra Bridger is from is so awesome. And there's so many cool things going on there that it just have not yet been. I mean, dude, it just gets me like, literally I love. Okay. People think it's crazy, right? It's an animated TV show, but it literally is one of the best things I think star Wars has done. Like ever, when we, ever, ever. I mean, like you've got episodes four five and six and then, you know, um, for me, for the longest time, it was like the Caravan of Courage, and then nope, Rebels. I mean, Rebels. like I, I don't know how to explain it. It just it just became that good to me, and I, I love it that much. So, anyways, you know, Ezra's getting seduced uh, to the dark side. There's this confrontation. Darth Vader shows up, right? And and again, sorry, Rebels has been out for a long time, so people, you know, if this is you haven't seen it yet, it's okay. Uh, you need to go watch it. There's a lot more that happens. I'm not going to give all give all of it away. Um, so, Matt, you've heard of the of the uh, world between worlds, this, yes. this place. Yep. Yeah. Where, and you've seen clips of it. I know I kind of sent some of that to you and we, we talked about it and we've, it's been another, thought, uh, a lot of, uh, so I, I remember, uh, you know, I had to do some research having not watched rebels. I had to do some research because yep. everyone kept talking about it before rise of Skywalker saying this might be a way that Palpatine is, is around. Yeah, exactly. That was, Cause yeah, we were speculating as to what, how he could still be around. Yeah, exactly. Well, and now we're even using that at the end to sort of say, you know, Ben solo, where is he at is, could we use this world between worlds to kind of go either change right. things or whatever? So um, Ezra Bridger actually saves Ahsoka. It looks like we don't even really know exactly if she would have died. Um, but all we know is that he he maybe altered things by pulling her from the fight that she was having with Vader into this world between worlds. There you go. And so some more things happen with her, but at the end, at the very end, Ezra does something awesome. He basically eliminates Thrawn and takes him to a place somewhere. I'll just say that. Very unique. It's as if, and this is why I love it so much, because he has like a vision, right? Um, you know, Kanan, his master, 
uh, dies and gave his life to protect everyone. And then Ezra has this vision and is able to kind of see a several, maybe, maybe multiple, you know, just like, like Luke, he had a premonition of what may come to pass. And Yoda says that the, that the future, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to see. It's always in motion. And so it's, I don't know, like Ezra though was, was guided to this. And it also makes me think about Ezra Bridger in a whole other way too, because I think of the prophecies and I think of people who, who were given a vision, uh, who, mm-hmm. who were given a premonition. Um, like what Anakin did see did come true, right? I mean, right. like what he saw with Padme and stuff, like it ended up happening. So I don't know. It's like, yeah. So we, we could go into that later on. But so Ezra sees something. He does something epic, awesome. He he disappears and he counts on Sabine to like take care of things for him. She's kind of misinterpreted a little bit of what he wants, but she cares for him, this whole thing. At the very end, she's waiting. The war is over. Um, Return of the Jedi has ended. There's celebration. You know, the Ewoks have done their thing. They've played their role. And the Ewoks single-handedly destroyed uh, the Empire. That's yep. all we needed. I mean, was pretty Palpatine much. Palpatine yeah. I was watching. <laughs> Man- I was watching Mandalorian yesterday, and they were talking about uh, the, you know the episode uh, episode four when they go to the village, and there's the AT, you know, the the, the walker, and they're like, oh, yeah. you know, this could take. I'm like, Ewoks literally took that thing down. What are we? Yeah. What are we scared about? What, exactly. <laughs> what are we? Yeah. This is. This, yeah. This is no problem. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of funny. But so after that is over. You kind of get at the end of Rebels this epilogue where Harrison Dula is one of the main characters and she's she's awesome. Our friend uh, Laura over at uh, Force Toast, Force Toast uh, yeah. podcast, yeah, she actually it, her origin story is pretty interesting. She got into Star Wars through Rebels, if I remember that mm-hmm. right. After, yeah, after she's check, all about but it. She, yeah, and she loves Harrison Dula and the whole thing. And um, Harrison Dula is also in uh, Alphabet Squadron. So she's a character that they really like, and you can kind of see the ship Ghost is there in um, the the Rise of Skywalker. It's it just kind of pops up. It's the it's the ship that they're in, and she has a son. It's pretty cool. Um, we can talk more about that later too. Uh, but yeah, Ahsoka shows up to get Sabine, and she says it's time to find Ezra. It's time to bring him home. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I get chills just thinking about it. I'm like. Okay, okay, they're they're legit gonna do this. Like, the like, he served whatever purpose he needed to serve, which I think was just occupying Thrawn and keeping Thrawn out of this war. I think Thrawn was such a threat, and he also didn't believe in putting all of their resources into the Death Star. He right. believed in a fleet and being able to, you know, kind of control. And again, you can almost see in the Rise of Skywalker the adjustment there. You know, uh, Palpatine. Uh, whether he's a clone or, or what have you, his essence being, you know, still around, did not make uh, a a Death Star again. Made a right. massive fleet, a Sith fleet that had world-destroying cannons on it, which is crazy because that's kind of what Thrawn uh, was pushing for. And I think you see the genius in that. So Ezra Bridger is keeping Thrawn, I think, at bay and is maybe maybe a lot has been going on. Um, and he's maybe he's even got some people... I you know, recruited some people around him um, or who knows, maybe he's just been imprisoned and he's been tormented or, or maybe he's, he has Thrawn imprisoned. I, we, 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 we literally have no idea, but I think he's been serving a purpose. Um, I don't think he just went there and he's lost and he's some hermit. I think something's been going on and I believe now Ahsoka. So this has been a long kind of answer, but you know, I think Ahsoka in, in season two 
that's going to be five years after when she went to Sabine. So she went to Sabine and they went and did something. Um, you know, they went and rescued or brought Ezra Bridger right. home. I, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping for a lot of things with the Sabine Ezra relationship and, you know, he trusts her and it was a, it was a true friendship. Maybe more was going on there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I kind of think, so I, you know, I think there's going to be a whole series, maybe even an animated series where they talk about that. And we're going to go see what happened with Ezra and we're going to get this rescue, uh, figure out what happened to Thrawn. And then we're going to see Ahsoka in the Mandalorian. And I think she's going to be somewhere remote, very far away, uh, where people won't have access to her. And I think it's going to, I think the Mandalorian is going to be taking or transporting, you know, baby Yoda there. And she may right. be this person that he's trying to get to. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's sort of the only thing I can think of right now, just initially. And I think um, you and I are going to think through this more. You know, did you have any, you know, thoughts, I guess, on it? Like, I mean, why would she need to be in this? Well, I mean, for me, the most interesting thing is that we were talking about characters we could possibly see, you know, and there's been rumors that we we would we will see a, a big time character show up in Mandalorian. And I think one of the characters that you and I had talked about that, you know, I, I've said it before, I think go get Alden Enric, right, to play Han Solo. I think it would just be hilarious. You know, watching the episode yesterday of The Prison, right? Um, yeah. Imagine how much, you know, in a world where you can't even buy toilet paper, okay? Imagine how much of people's would have been lost if all, you know, as they're running past all those cells in the prison episode, you, ju you just run past one and then it just stays on it for a second and it's Han and Chewie and they're just like, ah, man, you know, I mean, could you imagine yeah. people would lose their minds and other things, yes. right? You know yes. what I mean? And so that, that's all you need. So, like, I don't think that this, I think, I think this will be bigger, probably like a single episode arc. Um, but again, I think he would be really cool. Amelia Clark as, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, y y you know, Kira, yeah. Kira to do a, a mm -hmm. Red Dawn episode. But you have to imagine at this point, maybe the Red Dawn is either gone because Darth Maul's gone or thriving yeah, because Darth Maul is gone and right. the Empire is gone and it's more free reign. Um, you know, and then uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but uh, Iden Versio. Right. Because oh, the yeah. character model her. So, I mean, she'd be perfect for this type, uh -huh. uh, yeah. uh, you know, of, of of a show because, you know, they they we do see that we saw the New Republic a little bit and they talk about them a little bit. Um, and I think we're going to run into the New Republic a little bit more next season of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, of of Mandalorian. And depending on how many seasons this is, uh, maybe s slowly start getting rumblings of the first order uh yeah. you know like yeah. or or something that could transition into the first order uh you know this the, so some politics will be will will be will be at play because bando kind of seems to do his own thing right so i see i could see sure. i could totally see us doing some stuff on new republic planets then he's like this is real dangerous you know but he's in the middle he doesn't really adhere to whatever we yeah. know we know he's he's certainly not i would you know, he's certainly not just totally on the side of the New Republic, but he's also not clearly on the side of the, the fallen empire. So um, we'll see. But yeah. I think I think Ahsoka being there, I my guess is she has something to do. If it's if it's more than just a, a one off episode where he runs into her and they kind of do some stuff. Um, my guess is it has something to do with Moff Gideon and the dark saber. Yep. Yep. 
Yep, I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what it would be. I mean, like, so she may be... Oh, wow. This is do you interesting. Think, do you, real because, quick, do you think it's more than one yeah. episode? Yes, I do. I don't think it's going to be like a lot. It would be two. It would be a two-episode arc. Like maybe maybe we see her yeah. at the beginning, maybe we see her at the end, or maybe we see her in like two yeah. episodes back-to-back, like in the middle well, or I, something, yeah. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think what you could do is sort of like, again, I, it's almost like you wonder if this is if this was supposed to be a big reveal. See, I kind of think maybe this has been spoiled for us a little bit because I think had we not have gotten any news about this, we would have been thinking, thinking, thinking like we would have been spec- bringing in different people. Is you know, is it going to be right. uh, a Legends character? Is it going to be Luke Skywalker? Is it going to be Han Solo? Who's going to step in? You know, once it's confirmed, air quote confirmed, it's sort of like, ugh. But because what I was imagining was they're going to be dropping little um, tidbits, hints, you know, maybe yeah, hints. Yeah. And you're sort of like, oh, it's it's they're going to see someone. He's taking baby Yoda um, to his people. And you can see that his people doesn't necessarily mean like um, those that are of his species or what have you, but like of his creed, you know, uh, the Jedi, right. those who are force sensitive. Right. So, and it's, you know, the other thing that's interesting is um, Gina, you know, Carano posted uh that she was done her filming has for the season has had already been done so the question is was she is this is filming for the well you know mm-hmm. again now we're you know it's like rise of skywalker you, you know you look at it and it's production and you have all the stuff that who you know different cast or whatever but i would you knew and i both kind of say that ultimately you know probably carrie fisher's death was the biggest reason to change that movie and now, I mean, you look at the production for everything stopped right now that because of coronavirus yeah. and all this stuff yeah. like so who knows, really? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it was going to be kept secret. And now that everyone's literally sitting at home, not doing anything and they they just put Frozen 2, you know, way ahead of schedule. Hey, here yeah. you go. It's on Disney Plus. I mean, that other movie, the troll movie that's out right now, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's in it was yeah. in theater and it's yes. coming to Disney Plus. Is right? it really? Yeah. Wow. Because wow. I mean, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is, and so you look at things. Um, you know, Stranger Things is pushed back. Pretty much anything that was in production is yes. pushed back. I mean, they pushed James Bond back to November. Right? It's supposed to come out in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pushed it all the way yeah. back to November. So um, that's why I'm wondering if we're getting some of this leak yeah. Yeah. talk because. It's also interesting that this week of Clone Wars yep, okay, is yep. a big Ahsoka episode. So is there a coincidence to that? Is there, yep. uh, you know, I don't know. Just, it, But it's it's because now we live in this weird, wild world, man, where everything is, is totally yeah. different. And who knows? I mean, maybe it's maybe it's Disney trying to build. I mean, there's literally no reason to not have Disney Plus in the first place. But now that you're literally at home not doing anything, there's no reason not to have Disney Plus. Yeah, and I, I was going to say that. I mean, I think the big um, to tie it into Clone Wars. I mean, really, it it's more than a, a coincidence, right? That like uh, we have the episode with Ahsoka in it. We're learning about what happened to her from her exile, and then this is um, leaked. And I think it was Star Wars Theory who said there was something, a hint of this a few weeks back or whatever. Right. And, and I kind of think, you know, actually, let's say. I don't know where they were on on any of the production because I don't really follow th- follow Me that um, right. side of you know Star Wars very very closely, but um, they could have been done with her with her filming and it could have been something that they were keeping you know um, 
and and also maybe if they're done with certain uh actors you know right uh, pieces yeah. maybe they're bringing her in with a certain right it, yeah, it could yeah the be only, very limited yeah the only yeah the only reason i know um that you know car dunes uh you know production had ended was because i just follow her on instagram and twitter and she posted on twitter and said you know my production's a wrap so yeah and thankfully they're they're either done with production i'm assuming um or or relative or certainly were, were relatively close. close before all this happened and so they were able to they were able yeah. to finish it because now everything is That's getting good. everything's getting pushed everything's getting even production of stuff isn't even going on right now and so it's all yeah. getting it's all getting pushed back i mean like stranger things they're supposed to be filming like now and well, yes so who knows when it's you know who knows when something like that's coming out so thankfully right. we have mandalorian but all these other star wars projects that we were supposed to have you know fortunately the books are probably just written by somebody sitting at home so mm-hmm. yeah that the books we which should is still yeah be, which is That's good awesome. but any other you know video games all of these things um you know that that were on production i mean star wars celebration maybe may get canceled i hope it doesn't yeah but yeah so i know man it's like the year where i bought like a, a, a jedi pass you know our buddy uh I david fogel and and, and Lindsay gadotti i'm like oh my lord i know this will be my first one this will be my first oh. one we, did, we have a game of thrones convention that just got canceled my yeah. my uh retro gaming uh convention that i go to every year you know with box trick my, my video yeah. game stuff it's in october and it just got canceled seriously yeah because they because they said that um the fall it could come back no it's not necessarily that it could come back but you know you like you had like you, for b- these big huge conventions you're talking about meeting with um you know me you're meeting with people and all this stuff i mean it's like i mean it's comic con isn't isn't oh hey the month before show up i mean they're huge it's they plan for that year round and so yep. and then also you know you look at the economy and all of these other things and i really so far star wars celebration has not been canceled and i really hope it doesn't um yeah that's that's what was surprising we don't know and we just don't know yeah yeah because that is uh at the end of august right and And then uh, the other thing is you think about all the people like uh, i think i'm in the position where i think i'm getting laid off tomorrow (laughs) so (laughs) you know what i mean so you you think about all the people that aren't gonna uh be able to afford it and so then it's like you know are the numbers going to be really down and stuff like that. So I mean, right, I think right. I think I had so so far celebrations still on the table. I mean, I'm going yeah. if it's if it's if it's there, regardless. But same here, same unless here. it's but canceled. Yeah, I know, I know. In which case, we'll just have uh, our own Star Wars celebration. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a meetup. We'll do something. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because uh, I get Mount Vernon, m- Ohio Memorial Park. Bring your lightsaber. Let's go. Bring your okay. lightsaber, people. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm undefeated. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. So. So yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see and 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 keep uh keep everybody up to date or if you guys hear something about production on a show or project, let us know, you know. Uh just interesting to kind of keep track of it all and and really, you know, I mean no one's gosh, for yeah. safety reasons for whatever, if something gets pushed back, it, it is what it is. It's the world we're living in right now and that's okay. So um all right. Let's see. So, yeah, that's actually great. So we talked about, you know, season two Mandalorian and we were talking about Ahsoka and, and her role. And we'll come back to that in a later episode and, and do something, I think, even bigger and broader. Um, I kind of want to you know, I think there's a, a couple episodes I've, I've highlighted for Matt just to watch in Rebels. And then, boom, I got a, I got a, a big theory I want to kind of bring to people. But uh, with that, let's move into season seven, episode five, uh, Gone Without a Trace and this is it. I mean, Ahsoka is back. We see her kind of leaving the, the temple. You got like the little recap, right? You know, um, yes, which I did. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. read that here. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, sorry, I was just reading real quick. Uh, Mandalorian has finished production. It's, oh, cool. It's, it's done, so they are in post-production. And uh, I'm just looking at a couple of different sites here. So the crazy thing is, before mm-hmm. right before we jump into sure. uh, Clone Wars, is if it's in post-production, it's possible we may see it earlier because of wow. coronavirus, because everybody's posting stuff. A lot of these big movies and stuff that are supposed to come out uh, are just they're saying they're just going to go direct to on demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Wonder Woman, you know, is supposed to be like, you know, the big summer blockbuster, you know, yes. superhero movie. Right. And they're saying they may just put it straight to on demand, like pay-per-view and on demand, which is yeah. what a lot of these movies are doing right now. So we may get Mandalorian early, which the crazy. world needs it. OK. Yeah, I'll I mean, take we, it. I mean, we need I'll take it. it. I mean, yeah. that's why Rise of Skywalker uh, digitally came out early. It did. Yep. Yep. It did. came out early. Yeah. So, And they say it may get uh, there's there's uh, some sites on the line and stuff like that saying that it may get pushed to Disney Plus earlier because they were originally saying June, I think, was what. And so it may get it may get put here. So, OK. Anyway, Clone yep. Wars. Uh, Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 5. After crashing her speeder in the lower levels of Coruscant, Ahsoka befriends Trace Martez, who offers her help uh, offers to help her work on her speeder. Some thugs come to ask Trace for some money. Her sister Rafa owes them. Uh, Trace and Ahsoka fight them off. Ahsoka then helps uh, work on some of Rafa's droids, which turn out to be violence-prone. Ahsoka helps Trace deactivate them, reaching out to the Force to do so. So this is a really cool episode. So total, um, total kind of teaser tie-in here. This all takes place on Star thirteen uh, thirteen uh, of Coruscant, right? Mm-hmm. Which we Love talked it. about yeah. last time. That was the canceled game back in the day. It was supposed to be um, a big time Star Wars game. You're going to play as a smuggler. There's a cool trailer of it. Uh, and then Disney bought Star Wars and they shut it down. Uh, and so just kind of a cool little tie in to that. Uh, so um, you can go watch the trailer. We talked about it last time in the, on the on the podcast, but uh, just just kind of cool. Um, but I, this is a good episode, you know, total change of pace from where we've been uh, in Clone Wars so far. You know, we've been more on the on the direct war uh, kind of front with Anakin and the Bad Batch and Echo and and the clones. Uh, and so now, you know, the, they're going to kind of shift gears here. We're going back to Ahsoka. You know, she's exiled from the Jedi Order. She uh, is trying to find her way. Her speeder breaks down. Uh, she ends up crash landing. We run into this new character, uh, Trace, who seems like might be mm-hmm. around for a couple episodes. Uh, pretty cool. Her and her sister just trying to make their way in the lower levels of, of Coruscant. And Ahsoka kind of has to you know, fudge the truth a little bit. About who she is, right? I'm from yeah, the. I'm yeah. kind of from. I'm from the upper worlds of uh, right. uh, of, of Coruscant, and then um, they talk a little bit about the Jedi and how um, they don't have as much faith in them, right? And that they feel like the mm-hmm. Jedi are the ones starting the war. Um, so you know, as as I said, in the, uh, Ahsoka kind of helps her out. They're be kind of can kind of becoming friends. There's definitely some some tension between the three. Uh, her sister, you know, Rafa. They don't. It doesn't really seem to like Ahsoka so much. Uh, and then phew, Ahsoka uses the Force to save uh, Trace, right? Her, like, ship. She's on this uh, ship. They're trying to pull these droids up, um, and they end up, it's falling off. Ahsoka saves her. Uh, and that's kind of the end of the episode. So uh, yeah, what, what what were your thoughts, as? Yeah, so I, I, I like this. I, I love um, 
being back with Ahsoka. It's it's actually crazy, man. I, I I was just thinking here about a few episodes, even in Clone Wars, that I think when we get off of here, we'll we'll pencil down a few um, that we need to go back and actually. I think even myself need to go back and watch because, gosh, I was just reading up on her on her story, and this is right after her exile. And as you say, they were talking about the Jedi and how this is sort of the Jedi's war. And let's be honest, a lot of mistakes are being made. Uh, the Jedi are making mistakes, and they are blinded by the dark side. This is complete manipulation. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, Palpatine, as we've said before, sitting right in front of them, and he is deceiving everyone. And they think they're fighting for the right side. They're fighting for Palpatine. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy, That's the cra- it's just so crazy. And it's, it's, I actually think it's the genius of, of the prequels. Like, I think that it doesn't get looked at enough in that, like, like I know, I don't know. I it just it's it's something else. So here we go. Um, Yoda, the, an episode I was thinking back to is when he goes to learn how to become one with the Force. Um, uh, it's different, and he has visions and things, and he actually is really guilty about what he had done in in exiling Ahsoka from the temple. And he has this vision that kind of he has to deal with and accept um, that he made a mistake and that he he is he has guilt over that. Um, he didn't expect Ahsoka to say, no, I'm not coming back. And her departure is huge because Ahsoka is also the apprentice, the Padawan learner to the most powerful uh, Jedi that we know of. Okay. Yeah, All right. And I mean, it, right. Well, I mean, so- yes. And real quick, just one more thing. It's just another yep. thing along the way where they want Anakin to take on this apprentice that it might guide him in the right way. Mm-hmm. And then they kick her out of the order. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> so w- 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 yeah. And it's like when Mace, Windu says, should we inform the Senate that we have lost our ability to use the force? Yes. Okay. Yoda says, no, only multiply will our adversaries, but like, hold on a second, you know? Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm gonna do something. All right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So in Legends, let me show you the difference. Whether this is uh, Master Skywalker learning from Yoda's mistakes, uh, what have you, Luke? We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Luke yeah, Skywalker is not a master. No, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Don't be confused. Master Grand Master Skywalker, um, Luke Skywalker, um, decided there were there were several times where they decided to move the Academy off of Coruscant to get away from the politicians. It's something that also happened in the old Republic. There were times where you needed to get away from the system because you were then just a part of the system and you were no longer in tune with the force. And I really think that that happens to, it is the, one of the downfalls and it's something that is mentioned in the last Jedi, you know, Luke kind of alludes to like that. This is the great failing of, of the Jedi. So anyway, yeah, I, I just, Furthermore, just to kind of say, like, it's it's uh, it's radical that, like, Skywalker and others had the insight to do that. I, I don't completely fault, you know, Yoda. Really, what a lot of people will say is, like, if you're going to give praise to a Dark Lord, I mean, I mean, Palpatine is no one's ever faced any, you know, it, anyone or anything like Palpatine. Like he is he's it. He's the ultimate. Yeah. Um, he's the emperor, Emperor Palpatine. So, yeah, um, that's that's crazy. Let me see. Let me get back on track here, though. So, yeah, Ahsoka's storyline and just this, it's affecting everyone, um, her, the idea that she would not return. And so 
you know, she's uh, Trace is talking about how the Jedi are essentially a part of this war and they're leading this war effort. And Ahsoka can't really say she's what she say. She said that her older brother, you know, taught her how to fight or something. So mm-hmm. she's kind of, you know, and she's likening Anakin to an older brother, uh, not ready yet to reveal that she is a Jedi yeah. um, or that she was once a Jedi. So even though I think it would still be maybe kind of safe to do that, uh, not on 1313, not on level right. 1313. So, um, yeah. So there's that. And I think people would maybe use her abilities. Uh, and again, she didn't, you know, achieve the rank of master or anything. And she's still very young. It's not that Ahsoka doesn't. And also you don't have to be in How does, real question, yeah. quick question. How do, are there any other Jedi Knights that have apprentices that are not, or do you have to be a master to have an apprentice? Uh, well, I mean, you know, so uh, Obi Wan takes on Anakin before he's a master. That's true. So that was okay. that's that's one where. So does um, he does he does she call him Master Skywalker? Oh, <laughs> you're you're getting into <laughs> that technicality here. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, she does. Yeah. So I guess yeah. it's is she, he is her master, but she's not. He's not a Jedi master. No. So dumb. Right. Right. Yeah, I know it is. It is. It is kind of crazy. It's outrageous. I think it's outrageous. It's I, ridiculous. It is sort of why... Isn't that what he says? He says it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. How can one, you know, be on the council and not be a master? You know, it's yeah. And he's got a point. I he mean, does. Like, yeah. So, and actually, that was one of the things I think people were a little upset with. They didn't quite understand the hierarchy in the Jedi Order, and they didn't know that this was something that you could do. That you could take someone who was an apprentice. You know, it's sort of like he went from Padawan to Apprentice. He's he's a Jedi. Is he's, he's like like there, like there's all of that. I mean, to become like a true Jedi Knight, I I don't know. Like, it's we'd have to look out look it up right. and get into the technicalities on it because you know Obi Wan. It just really depends on when you're ready. It's not really about like age or anything. You know, he was he was with Qui Gon and probably could have faced the trials. You know, even earlier, but he did still have a lot to learn, as Qui Gon said about the living force. So, um, which, why is Qui-Gon the only one paying attention to that? First of all, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, but no, so, so Ahsoka is, you know, that, uh, yeah, her, her master, Anakin Skywalker. Um, so yeah, this, this episode was really, we just got, we kind of got to see her show off her skills a little bit. Um, she, she doesn't use a lightsaber. She doesn't really, she uses the force one at one point to kind of pull back that, uh, that rig that, um, you know, Trace was holding on to. They went after the the droid. Um, Trace's sister kind of gets into some debt. There's some trouble. Everything costs something down down below. That was sort of the the idea is that uh, nothing is free and we have to pay for it. And uh, you get to see a different way of life. And and it, I think it was actually really good in showing you that the underworld. They, I don't know. Things get lost in translation. You know, whatever. Um, it it kind of shows you how like. Emperor Palpatine, or I mean, we could go from Senator Palpatine to Chancellor Palpatine to Emperor Palpatine, and no one know that he's a Sith, no one bad an eye, and for him just to tell us that the Jedi are evil, like he did this over over time, and propaganda, what have you, we've seen it in our own history, and, and we see right. it here, and this these, these are worlds that are much bigger, more vast, more complex, and these lower levels are just disconnected in a way, and so, you know, they, they don't really exactly know what's going on, um, Although it's interesting that uh, what they do here seems to be hitting pretty close to the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, 
So, so yeah, this episode was pretty neat, and just that uh, there was that little girl who did see uh, Ahsoka use the Force and sort of, um, you know, save Trace. It reminds me, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, right at the very beginning of the game. So not spoilers, where uh, it's yeah. almost like you don't want anyone to do it, and then she, and then he uses the Force, and it's like, oh, you know, everybody, then they're coming after him. Y- yes, right, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah, it was good. I thought it was a good episode. Um, definitely excited to see where this goes. I mean, we know Darth Maul is coming at some point, so it's like, oh, we're starting at the real low levels. So I think it's just going to ultimately kind of cause her to uh, think about the Jedi Order, right, and and what it is she really wants to do and and, and help people and and um, all of this. And that's just it's gonna this this is going to be a turning point for her. Um, I don't think like this character Trace is going to go help her, help her take on Darth Maul or anything. I think that's you know. Mm-hmm. So um, that's uh, where we're at for that. So, um, okay. Well, we do have a uh, transmission. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. some, uh, some of the other stuff we had here in notes, we'd, I think we, we kind of covered there a little bit. Um, yep. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, transmission from Jeremy from uh, Chicago. He says, uh, yeah, I'm glad I found you guys. I'm all caught up on the hyperspace episodes. Your guys' last episode was a great one, especially the Obi-Wan thoughts and his saber skills and talents. And I'd like to pick your guys' brain and hear your thoughts about uh, Obi-Wan and how slash why he went by the alias Ben. And do you guys think the Kenobi show will touch on that? Love you guys. Keep up the great work. P.S. Nobody could be Kenobi in a fight <laughs> to the death. Remember, people like Obi-Wan, Yoda, Luke, and Ben uh, Solo choose to become one with the Force. Uh, they killed themselves. Many people tried to kill them and failed. Sure, they were defeated, but never killed. <laughs> so, real quick, I was uh, yesterday when I was watching Mandalorian, uh, episode five uh, is the episode where they're on Tatooine. Right. Yeah. And they're yeah. going after I forget. I'm blanking on her name, but the the Asian the assassin girl, the assassin girl. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and so uh, <laughs> you know, it was just so funny because uh, just talking at one point they're talking about, well, she has the high ground. Right. You mm-hmm. know, because she's up yeah. on the ridge and they're just like, oh, we got to figure it out. Cause she's got the high ground. I mean, Star Wars is all about the high ground. If you have the high ground, yeah. you win. OK. Right. I mean, it's like the right. Death Star versus Alderaan. The Death Star was way up here. It totally just totally had the high ground on Alderaan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's yeah. just how it works, man. It's how it works. Yeah, yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, I know. It's uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, and 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 so you know, I mean, Obi Wan, um, you know, he he's someone who typically has the high ground. He knows how to position himself. Um, Although Darth Obi-Wan. Maul had the high ground on him, and it didn't work because he's a master of it. Exactly. If you're, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> I mean, he actually, so <laughs> he he understands the high ground so well that he doesn't actually need to have the high ground. Yeah, it's he, like Bane. Knows, it's like Bane in uh, the Dark Knight. It's like ah, oh, yeah. you know, like, right, right. Yeah, you were merely. Yeah, I was, was, you know, I was raised in the with the high ground. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Darth Maul just adopted it, right? But, right. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> everyone was born into it. Yeah. Um, man, here's the thing. So, first of all, Jeremy. Gosh, I I, I love Jeremy. I, I, he was such a good dude, and was so happy to meet him at Chicago Celebration. And and uh, you know, he would just he had. I don't know if I've told you this. He had these die, um, like the dice that Han Solo has in in the uh, Millennium Falcon. And he would walk around. I'd see him walking around, um, and, and I'd be passing him in the line, or we'd be going. You know, um, whenever we would like part ways or meet up, 
So like, again, you're at the convention for hours, right? So you're there for six, seven hours. So at the beginning of the day, I'd see him or something and he'd walk up to me and he'd kind of like, um, my students call it dabbing. All right. Like dabbing up. Right. Like, the um, camp, like the, the thing, the, whatever. No, it's it, it actually, so it's like a handshake. It's actually oh. it's not dabbing into your elbow, but it's like, I sound so old right I, now. It's I, great. Don't have, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I love it, man. But he would just come over to like uh, sort of like uh, it's like a handshake, you know, no. and he would put those die in my hand and, and he would just be like, hey, man, for luck, for luck. And so the title of his transmission is for luck. Oh, and uh, so he, he, would, he would give those to me. Right. And they were for luck. And then I would see him a couple hours later and he would just it was trust, man. He was like, he's like, no, I'll see you in a few hours. And when you see me, you know, so I would walk back over to him and then boom, I'd hand him those dice, you know, awesome. and, and you know, it's kind of like a, a fun thing now. Now, nowadays, we couldn't do that, okay? Because that's Who a knows? lot of spreading of, of like, yeah, you know, germs that, and stuff. You know, it's not really good social distancing. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work now. But um, anyways, yeah, so, and, and he and I often talked a lot about, like, Obi-Wan and just sort of the power that Obi-Wan had and how much he had learned and how much he had grown and that he was this, he was a Jedi master. He was, people forget, too. Obi-Wan set on the council, and he did not always agree with Master Yoda, and yeah. you go back and you look at the trial with Ahsoka. There's you know, the, there's some stuff there. You look at the decision to send Anakin to Palpatine, you know, to be a spy or whatever. And uh, it's sort of the council is is asking you uh, this of you, not Obi Wan. Uh, he was just the messenger, sort of thing. So yeah, I don't know. I, I love the idea that these guys are um, they were not defeated, and uh, they did become one with the Force, and that that takes a lot of effort. And actually, that's the arc I kind of want uh, to go back over in the Clone Wars. Yoda discovering how to become one with the force, learning from Qui-Gon, going on his own mission, and really what it takes. It's not right. something that just anyone can can do. Um, it became something that in Legends, by the way, that they more of them, you know, had access to. It was something that Luke and Mara Jade uh discussed and and uh it was it was better understood. But during the time of the Galactic Civil War, yeah, no, it's it's not. And then really, um we don't know what Luke was able to pass on. Clearly he passed on enough to Ben Solo for him to become one with the force. Yeah. Pretty big. Well, deal. yeah. And then when you, when I think about it in terms of, you know, fighting um, and stuff like that, I mean, Obi-Wan goes toe to toe with Anakin, who is the chosen one. And I would say Anakin at his absolute pinnacle peak power scale, because mm -hmm. they, they said, they say you, you are powerful as Yoda in the force and as good with a lightsaber as Mace Windu. No, we one just goes toe to toe with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is insane. I mean, it's insane. And then even you know, you think about it, it an old Obi Wan is going one on one with Darth Vader. I know with Darth know. Vader, and you would have to imagine that Darth Vader is uh, physically, um, you know, he's in a suit and everything, but he's still you know, he's very powerful in the Force. And you're talking about an old Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, right? Because I mean, he's at least ten. You know, you're he's like what ten years older than him, right? I mean, you think about it, like, yeah, than Anakin, mm -hmm. right? I I love to, yeah, like, and he beats Darth Vader. Maul too. And, I mean, he just yeah, just beats Darth Maul, uh, you know, in like with like one one slash pretty much, uh, and Rebels and Darth Maul's, you know, and and he's an older Obi Wan there too. He's probably in his like fifties or so. I mean, so right. yeah, man, Obi Wan, I. Yeah, and a lot of times I've talked about this. It's like, gosh, there's a few times where, you know, he, um, I don't know, where he's not. Here's the thing. I'm going to say something. I'm going I'm to do I've just been, I've been doing this this episode. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just going to, I'm just going for it. In love. Um, 
I, almost, almost. In uh, Master and Apprentice, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are talking about this unison that they need to have, like this battle unison, like meditation thing. Uh, it's something that Obi-Wan had not yet quite figured out. And when those two fought, when they fought side by side, they were pushing Darth Maul back. They could handle him. Um, they were good together. They were a team, right. and they worked well. I don't always think that Obi-Wan and Anakin did. I think there was a Worked lot of tension. Well. Yeah, and, and I think I think there was some things that, like, you know, Anakin always, instead of being in unison and in harmony with Obi-Wan during their fights, so I have recently have come to the conclusion that uh, when I look at Count Dooku in the fight there, I sort of think, dang, you know, like, I think Obi-Wan, I, I would have almost preferred to have seen him go against Count Dooku a second time, um, on his own. And I actually right. think he could I actually think he could have beat him. I think sometimes it's that mixing with Anakin and Anakin's ambition and my, my, my powers have doubled. He says all of that right there. I think I think and I've not read the novelization. Well, I really and he should, says we're taking him together but, and so he's he's kind of worried about protecting Anakin instead of worried about the That's what I because I'll mean, say seriously, this. My yeah. there is no part in all of Star Wars that gets me more pumped. Then, I mean, after my favorite character, Qui-Gon Jinn, is killed. And Obi-Wan is standing there waiting for the blaster door to open. And he's just kind of like dancing on his feet. You know, it's almost oh, like a man. boxer or a professional oh. wrestler. Like, he's just waiting for the bell to ring. And I, then yeah, as, dude. as soon as it opens, I mean, he's out there. You know, I mean, it's so It's awesome. one of the best things it's, ever. I mean, it's, it's, why it's like my, literally. It's why it's my favorite Star Wars fight. It is absolutely yeah. <laughs> why it's, it's my favorite Star Wars. When they come out, I mean, this, the choreography between, you know, I mean, Obi-Wan and, and Maul. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, you know, especially my favorite move is when Obi-Wan, uh, Darth Maul has got both his blades, right? And he goes towards mm -hmm. the, you know, towards the front and he's in the front and then he goes to the back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yep. it's just so cool. It's so good. And I lost it's my mind when I was a so kid, good. and I still lose my mind today when I see it. That's why it's my it's my favorite fight and why I think the best. I think the best lightsaber fight. The only person who I think in canon that could take Obi-Wan in a fight um, is probably is pr I mean is probably Anakin um just because of the, you know their their skill I mean you can look at the Mustafar and Anakin was already on the dark side so maybe under mm -hmm. different circumstances I think the only person that could probably fight him is Anakin cuz it's hard to gauge um canon Luke like I mean just you know we we see what he does in the force yeah. and I still think his force projection is probably the most powerful thing we see outside of the odd you know sort of force dyad between Rey and Ben uh mm -hmm legends though or extended universe nobody's touching luke skywalker as we have uh said oh, yeah. here many times before right. i mean no. i don't even think obi-wan could hold a candlestick to legends uh luke skywalker but nobody can i mean legends luke well, skywalker is so absurdly powerful that yeah. <laughs> i mean here's but not thing. that they would fight they just would they wouldn't fight there would be no need for it well, yeah, no, no, I get you there. So I, I'll say this, and I think I think Jeremy will be happy that I'm gonna say this. <laughs> okay, is that in Legends, we never saw Luke. Uh, he, he was he was never. We never saw his death. We never really got to see right. what happened. We heard about it. We know that it became a Force ghost. So you can imagine that it became one with the Force. But um, when when Vader is fighting Obi Wan and he says, you know, um, your powers are weak old man right like it's, it's, he's old and he's, he's he's losing it right and he's he's saying that he's now a master of evil and all this kind of stuff it's like obi-wan has learned something 
Like his powers are not weak. He is right. he is so strong. He is so strong in the force that he becomes one and with the force. And he does that. I mean, let me think here. So it's like, you know, Qui-Gon figured that out in like on the other side, you know, and he was able to come back. Um, I think one of the first people we see to do is it's all we want. <laughs> like it's a, so, I mean, it, like in the weird thing too, that Luke taught me personally in legends is that it didn't matter. Like he often would tell Jason solo, like all these flashy skills and these different things that you learned. And as much as Skywalker knew he always, and people were always trying to rise and, and get stronger and learn new, new powers and things. Um, he would remind them that the force is my ally and a powerful ally it is it's yeah. not about me and it's like it's like that was the true sort of like that that, that was it's it's interesting to me because it's like obi-wan and yoda kind of got back to that and being a part of that system you know sending people on missions different things whatever negotiations like oh gosh it's, it's almost like they did become you know connected more with the living force i know obi-wan and four talks about the um you know sort of the the um I don't know, like the, the the larger force, right? But but really, I feel like they they are more in tune and they know they are one. They're allied with with the force, and that's. Yeah. I mean, literally Vader, and again, Jeremy, I love this too because it's something that <laughs> I'll never forget when we were sitting at uh, we were at this bar and we had walked in and, and back Jeremy's when you there could go he, to bars. Back when you, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and we're we're in there. We go upstairs. We get a couple of drinks and um. Jeremy said to me something to the effect of he he was like he might have said it before then but he brought it up again he said as he said you know Vader said it right like we I think he's a big Obi Wan fan because he's just talking about how Obi Wan how powerful he is you know that that question of like who's the most powerful Vader said that Obi Wan is here and the Force he is with him that's good <laughs> it's one of the best lines ever ever um. Because the force is your ally and it is here with you. You could be there, but without the force. Uh, those are two, you know, like that, that, that can happen to you. But when you're there and the force is with you, you're unstoppable, man. You, you like, it doesn't matter. That's what Anakin, you know, had not learned. Um, and he, and he, it's really none of them were ready for that, actually. I, I think Obi Wan and Yoda and all of them had to learn through failure. And that's something that Yoda comes back and teaches Luke is that failure is the greatest, you know, teacher and so they were able to kind of learn through learn you know learn from that and and everything but man i don't know i love talking about obi-wan i love talking about the jedi and the force and just all these different things and, and hey here's one more thing just to kind of tie this back into something i was talking about earlier this is why i want to do a whole series a round table i don't care who wants to be involved in this i want to talk about ezra bridger and i want to and i and i mean like literally I, th I think there's so many cool things that are happening on Lothal with the Jedi Temple there. Like, I, dude, man, I was texting you the other day. I'm just like, I'm back on that planet again. Where is and he? And I'm like, where, where is he at? I mean, how powerful is he? You know, like, mm. what would it have been like? It's just, it's just, it's yeah, so, you know, I'm it's trying so to remember. I can't remember if it was Star Wars Theory or Mike Zero. I think it might have been Mike Zero. So, you know, um, mm -hmm. who, and I think there's other rumors out there as well that there was supposed to be a possible we would see Cameo. a character in rise of skywalker just like a quick one second you know when everybody when they're all attacked you know when all the everybody shows up right to save the day um mm -hmm. that would 
possibly be Ezra, or it wouldn't be like, oh, this is Ezra Bridger, but it would be like, oh my God, it's Ezra Bridger, right? Like mm-hmm. they wouldn't, they yeah. wouldn't come out and say it, but it was pretty much be indicated that it was him, right? Right? Yeah, man, that would have been really cool. There, there, actually, there were so many things that they that I think they <laughs> wanted to do in the Rise of Skywalker. I just recently heard the other day that they actually had. And I, this is a rumor. I have no idea if this is true or not. Maybe it's in the dock, and I haven't seen it yet. Um, that they actually brought, um, you know, Ewan and Hayden and um, Samuel L. Jackson in, and they were in costume, and they actually were, you know, force ghosts, yeah. re- like like ready to go. Like they actually have some footage of it. And uh, wow, if that ever gets out, <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Whoa. Well, we get their voices. Uh, I mean, we get we get new yeah. dialogue from them. So it's, I mean, I'm sure everything's cool. on the table. And then maybe, maybe you know, you get oh, going sure. and you start thinking, oh, we have this, but then we won't have this, and we won't, you know, and so it's yeah. hard to, or it takes away from this character. Yeah, and yeah, I get all of that. Yeah, it's just so. interesting. Yeah, interesting. So. All right. Well, as uh, as we kind of close up shop here, we do have one more quick final segment today. Um, you can pick two characters uh, for whatever reason. Which Star Wars character for you'd be for a minimum of two weeks? Would you want to be quarantined with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> two characters, you said? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could pick two. I mean, you could pick. You know, like oh. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow, that is a tough one. That is tough. I think. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would, I, well, I, mean, I, can, I, can go, I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Go For ahead. me, my new car, Star Wars crush, Cara Dune, 100%, for a okay. lot of reasons. One, I mean, obviously, you know, she's my new Star Wars crush. And two, she has, she'd have ton of, she have tons of great stories. She was a sure. shock trooper. You know, she's kind of right. like, yeah, hey, you could, she feels like you could really hang out with her. She just kind of wants to hang out, drink beer, arm wrestle. Yeah. You know, I'm there. I feel like, you know, she'd be cool to hang out with for for two weeks. Like Jar Jar Binks would be awful. Chewbacca, I love him. But right. God, man, he'd get smelly after a while. He'd get, get old. You know, yeah. I mean, it'd be a yeah. it'd be a lot. So if I had right. to pick somebody else, ooh, maybe C three PO. I mean, some people are like he could get boring, but he doesn't eat a lot, so you don't have to worry about running out of food. And right. then, uh, you know, I mean, he can tell you all kinds of stories and I was, I like stories. So, you yep. know, I mean, yeah, I like that, you know, like, po- like episode, episode five and episode five Yoda would, I, I'd kill him. You know, a bit much. So yeah. Go a little crazy with Yoda. Yeah. That's funny. Um, well, I guess, okay. If I had to pick a crush, I, I just gonna sound kind of crazy, but, uh, that's where I'm at right now, Sabine. Hey, there you go. I, I, yeah. All I've been thinking about is sort of like, is there something going on? Like, like what's up? Why is her, you know, her haircut short? Why is she touching the picture with with Ezra? What's going on? The whole thing. Uh, so yeah, I guess that would be kind of fun. Plus, we could just sort of talk about where is Ezra? What's going on? What do you know? What did Ahsoka right. tell you? And that whole thing. Um, if I had to pick a different character, gosh, I think it's just gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna just cop out here, and I. I, I just, Obi-Wan, dude. I mean, just like, just I don't hang know. hang out with Obi-Wan like, for two weeks? I, I think he, again, someone who, who could tell a lot of stories, and I think he'd go to the master to learn. So I think yeah. I'd I don't I'd, think he'd probably... be annoying to hang out with. Yeah, I, I'd say an honorable mention, though, would be Lando. You know? Lando because... would probably be pretty cool to hang out with for two weeks. Yeah, are you talking I, older I, Lando, or are we talking younger Lando? I'm talking Lando in episode five. Uh, either one, actually. They all, but to me, I mean... Right. Like Lando's just always got that same spirit and energy about him. You know, he's just really, 
ready to go. So I think that would be kind of fun. See, like R two so. would just be. I, I I love R two, but you know, for two weeks of that might be a lot. Yeah, it's like all right, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Especially if you don't speak droid, then you're like, what are we doing here? I what, mean, what's <laughs> going on? But Jar Jar would yeah. probably be the worst. Well, I mean, like Jabba yeah. the Hutt. I mean, God, that'd be smelly and gross. Oh, <laughs> would you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be you, crazy. What would you do so? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's other characters. I mean, Luke just wouldn't do it because he. I mean, Luke's the social distance master, just hanging out there yes. on Oct two. I mean, yes, he's he really social distancing. Yeah, Mark Hamill's been tweeting about that actually. <laughs> I know. Quite a he's, bit. he's all yeah. over. He's like social distance master. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Ray again. What is who does Ray think she is? Luke's just out there trying to social distance, and mm-hmm. Ray just shows up. Hey, here, touch this thing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know where that here's thing's your, been. Here's your lightsaber. Here's yeah. your lightsaber back. Right, right. Jeez. Yeah. That's, I know, I know. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good question. I'd actually like to hear, you know, what uh, some other folks answer that question. Let us know. You know if you pick two, you know. Um, yeah, let us you. know, guys. And uh, as after this, as and I will be recording an extended edition, so you can check out over on our Patreon page. You can also check us out. We've been doing some hangouts on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash backslash box trick all one word we've been playing a lot of um battlefront over there just hanging out talking star wars man so you know just living it up I, I, it's cool yeah it, it, so the strange thing is i get a lot of people over there that just check it out that don't really listen to the podcast and then i get to have conversation i have conversations with them about star wars and it's mm-hmm. just kind of interesting because yeah. you know we, we have a we have a great group in our in our in our star wars uh community here um but it is. I, I just love talking to anybody and everybody about it, and so we get you get totally different perspectives. Because I've, I've talked to a lot of people, and I'm like, "Hey, what do you think about uh, Rise of Skywalker?" And some people are like, "Oh, I loved it," and some people are like, "Let's not go there." And I'm like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. okay, right, man. Right. <laughs> like, yeah." So yep. yeah, so because I think I think the majority of people in our podcast enjoyed it. So uh, yep. yeah, so all right, guys. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. Our next episode will be continuing to discuss your transmissions and uh, Clone Wars Episode 6. So be sure to send us your Star Wars thoughts, uh, your origin stories, or your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crofts.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.